What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit And every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes Hello and welcome To another episode Of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos Of course Today is our Thursday Trends episode And I am beyond Excited about Today's guest Because she is Familia My My Cultura Podcast Family she is an actress and singer and host of the Morenita podcast, Darylin Castillo. How you feeling? You're... <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the little New York New York uh, <laughs> greeting that I'm getting. I, I'm feeling it. You know, we're home. We're home. Yes, we do it. exactly. I love it. Love it. Listen, I, I'm really excited about your podcast. I mean, I think it's incredible. Like I said, you are my podcast family. You are on the uh, the Michael Tura podcast with iHeart. So first and foremost, yes. congratulations on that. Thank you. Of course. So <laughs> I, I want to get into the podcast. But first, if it's cool with you, I want to kind of tackle a few current events that have been going down recently and kind of get your take on them. OK, what you got? OK, OK. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about Faruko and man, his uh, new point of view on life, I guess you could say. We'll, of course, touch on the Super Bowl halftime performance. And then in our Mi Gente segment, we're going to keep it in the NFL and talking about someone who's, man, putting his livelihood on the line for the greater good. And of course, after that, I want to get y'all's take uh, on one of these topics. And actually, I just want to kind of have a little bit of fun today. I want to hear what y'all thought of the halftime performance this year. So we'll get to all of that. But first, man, let's kind of do a deep dive into, man, some of these uh, more serious topics and we'll do it in a segment we call for the people in the back. Say it louder for the people in the back. So I mean let let's start with um the singer Faruko, right? There has been uh, a, a development in in his career. He has apparently retired uh he's saying uh from making music and he's saying now that he'll be preaching at his concerts um he's fulfilling his <laughs> his commitments to god uh 
And man, so a lot of people are shocked. A lot of people were disappointed. There were refunds uh, being asked for from fans at his recent concert where this all uh, took place. And it's interesting because it's like the biggest moment of his career, right? Because Pepas is just a song that blew up and is getting played at like every, you know, club in the world and every sporting yeah. event. Uh, I mean, it's a dope ass song. Can I say, can I say oh, ass yeah, on here? Yeah, do okay. your thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. a dope ass song, yeah. Exactly. But, you know, he also in the song encourages uh, the use of drugs and, and he says, quote, that he didn't feel proud of the song lyrics and said, God only knows how much danger I caused to his children. And then he also uh, claimed that he cried every night after the song was released because he felt empathy. Uh, so, I mean, mm-hmm. man, let, let's let's just kind of unpack this a little bit. Your feelings when you kind of hear something like this. I mean, you yourself are an artist. I mean, what's kind of your initial thoughts? I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. because yeah. Most people don't even realize, but like the music industry is insane. Yeah, and it's insanely it's understatement. Yeah, I mean, the entertainment industry is insanely toxic. Yes. So, like, you know, I'd, I'm i not going to speak on his personal experience. I don't know him personally. Sure. I don't know what he's been through. Right. But it sounds like to me that there's some things that he's been through that he does not really approve of. Right. And sometimes in this industry, we feel forced as artists to say yes, because if we're giving an opportunity, right, we have to be grateful. We have sure. to be like at the feet of everybody who's giving us this opportunity. Right, so I right. think, I don't know. I think there's some power in how he's changing his own narrative and right. like everybody could judge or, or be in whatever place they want to be, but that's his journey. And like, I respect that. I think it takes a lot of balls and a lot of guts to be like, yeah, actually this isn't for me. Right. Right. And to walk away from it. And I mean, it sounds like he's taking responsibility for his actions mm-hmm. so you know i mean i i respect that decision i'm like live your life in the yeah. way that you want to live it i'm not going to judge you for that and listen we've all in this entertainment industry we've been i've been through some shit yeah so i don't blame him right 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 <laughs> sometimes i go to church on sundays and i'm like damn did i really just say that last week <laughs> my bad no but you no know? it, it's true i think it, it it's interesting first and foremost because you have to respect somebody at his level to do that, right? Because I think it's easy if you maybe don't find success to kind of just be like the hell with it, you know? Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm done with this industry. But to be at that level, to basically be, you know, at the point that you've been working so hard for, for your, because Faruko has been around for a minute, you know what I mean? And he's mm-hmm. finally getting that like commercial recognition of becoming, you know, one of the elite guys in, in the Latin genre of music, you know? Um, to walk away at that point, you, you kind of do have to respect that. I mean, and like you said, like I've been in the entertainment industry for a minute. I've gone through a lot of these, these same types of feelings. And even I've arrived at a point in my career where I'm just kind of like, man, like my own personal happiness and feeling good about the work that I do is, is far more important than me checking off some asinine goal that I wrote down like in a notebook or far more important than me like impressing some person out there because they think what I'm doing is is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've yeah. had a, a lot of those kind of moments in, in my career as well. And I think it happens with age. You start to kind of, you know, uh, rethink what's important to you, you know, and, and oftentimes I think a lot of people do that. They just don't have the guts to actually jump in and do what actually makes them happy because they're too worried about like no longer being able to be that dude, you know, who's like famous anymore or something. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, we could we, we could crack a bottle of wine open and have a long <laughs> conversation about this one day. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's tough and people don't. And, and something that I remember I had this mentor tell me the people who I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to say this properly. Sure. I'm just going to say whatever the gist of it, yeah. but 
the people who always have something to say are the people that don't do what you do. Mm, mm, sure. Who don't have like, who don't have that. And especially in the entertainment industry, it takes right. a certain kind of person to do what we do. It takes a certain kind of person, as you said, to say no, to back away from that mm-hmm. and have like a, 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 a happy career, right? Right, a happy right, life. Right. Because listen, I got a lot of friends who make a lot of money and they are very unhappy. True. Absolutely. Same. But there, but there's that thing where it's like, I remember my mentor said, listen, the people who are going to tell you the negativity or tell you anything or, or go, or go, or go, wow, found you, find your words, Darren. <laughs> I promise I have not started drinking. It's one o'clock. Are always going to be the people that um, ha- have never been at your level. It's yeah. always going to be the people who just want to talk and want to like say whatever they want to say. Right, right. So it's just, you, sometimes you got to just follow your own, follow your own path and like do your own thing. Yeah. It's funny because I feel like, you know, our, our kind of generation might be like, the first on the verge of thinking like this. You know what I mean? Because I think previously it was all about excess. You know what I mean? I know for me, you grew up just thinking about like, you look at like MTV Cribs and all these things that were very much so, you know, like these staples of our our upbringing, you know? And it was all about excess. It was all about showing off all that you had, who had the coolest yeah. cars, who had the the fanciest, you know, house and all these different kinds of things. But arguably many of those people, you know, when you history shows you they weren't very happy or they had very destructive patterns or went through a lot of tumultuous things throughout the course of of their their life while living in the the limelight. You know what I mean? And I just think, it's, oh, yeah, it, it's funny that I think it, that we are kind of of a generation that's kind of like, well, that stuff's not really all that cool. That gaudiness isn't really all that cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I also think like, I mean, our generation is like conditioned Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, think about our parents before sure. and like the and everybody else. It's right. like we're conditioned to like suffer. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're conditioned to be like, that's just how it is. Like it right. is, it is how it is. Like even, even like my mom and my, my stepfather and my dad, like if I, like when I make a decision about my happiness, like they're like, okay. Right. <laughs> so right. it's like this thing that like, you know, our, our parents have been conditioned, yeah. our grandparents, our great grandparents to struggle. Yeah. And and yeah, there's some struggling walking uphill, but sometimes if you want to take a break and sit down, like take a break and sit down because it's not going to serve you to keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing up. Right, home. right, right. Especially, I think, as, as Latin families, I mean, families, you know, we're children of, of immigrants, you know what I mean? And like the they they were in survival mode. They couldn't pass up a check. And I talk about this all the time is like, you know, they they broke their back to give us a level of privilege that they did not have. And And to me you know, to continue on that same tradition of like working yourself to the bone doesn't really make sense because you're you're never actually like fulfilling what your goal was for a better life, essentially. Right. You just keep repeating right. the same toxic patterns over and over again of people who are are more concerned with status and keeping up with the Joneses rather than finding their own their own happiness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We don't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now feels like a, a good time to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. The best things in life, they come in twos. Two scoops of ice cream, two tacos. And now for a limited time, get our best deal of the year. Buy any phone when you switch to Consumer Cellular and get two months of service free. That's right, the same fast, reliable nationwide coverage as Big Wireless, now with two months free. Proof the best things in life really do come in twos. Visit ConsumerCellular.com or call 1-888-FREEDOM. Second and third month of monthly base service fee waived for new customers with the purchase of a phone and activation by July 31st, 2024. Taxes, fees, and third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. 
Rewind to the future with the VS Archives swim collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, we are back. And the next uh, thing I want to talk about, you had the halftime show, right? For, for the big game. And then it's, so it's like, okay, NFL is kind of pop problematic, but at the same time, you can't help but be interested in checking out when they have a lineup like Dr. Dre, Snoop, uh, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then a surprise performance by 50 Cent, right? But it, 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 and then Kendrick as well. I don't want to leave out Kendrick. Uh, yeah, and Kendrick, are, are you, Kendrick. Are you chuckling at 50 Cent, first of all, because of the memes that have come <laughs> like automatically? No, well, I am. Here's the thing. I was working <laughs> oh, during okay. the Super Bowl. Okay. So, I mean... And I'm a, I'm a musician, so, right. you know, and, and football is like not my favorite, favorite sport, but sure. I'll sit and watch it. You right. know, my boyfriend makes me watch it. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I went back and saw like the halftime, you know, obviously YouTube yeah. and all of that. Yeah. And the memes are funny. Right. <laughs> poor, poor 50. He should have known better. I, 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 my only guess is that they sprung this on him last minute that he was going to join, but he should have known better. But anyway. Um, it's okay. You know, yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna leave fifty because he might come back and you know he he, he likes to Twitter fingers. Over yeah, fifty is <laughs> petty, so I'm not even gonna dive into that. But um, it, it, it's funny to me. You start seeing some of the reactions, you know, from from people, and and they like can't seem to hide their racism. You know what I mean? Like you have this this halftime show. Like let's take the NFL aspect out of it completely, right? All the problematic aspects of the NFL. And let's just look at this arguably as like some of the greatest artists that have have you know grace earth coming together and it's cool they all kind of have this uh connection to one another you know musically with dr dre as a producer and things like that yeah and it's just like this really great time capsule of of a really great era of music you know mm-hmm. but then you have the other side you know uh there's this this uh conservative commentator charlie kirk and his twitter he went to twitter and and said that quote the nfl is now the league of sexual anarchy the halftime show should not be allowed on television. And <laughs> and then AOC, uh, you know, had a, had her little right back and just called him a weirdo, essentially. So she's, she's out there, um, you know, doing the work. But it's just so funny to me that, man, we still live in an era where they're going to find some reason to hate it just because it was a, it was black people being celebrated 
in that moment. You know what I mean? And and obviously, like you have a podcast that that, you know, talks about black people and black culture in the Latin world, you know, and obviously there's a very problematic history that comes along with with that, sadly. But I mean, mm-hmm. when you're still seeing people like this, you know, conveying these type of messages, which is very obvious to just kind of, you know, find a politically correct way to hide the racism, you know, I mean, how does that that kind of make you feel recognizing we're still here in 2022? I don't have time for it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm like, turn it off. If it right. bothers you. Art, art is subjective. Yeah. If, if you don't like it, leave. If you sure. don't want to pay for it, don't pay for it. Mm. If you don't like the halftime show, go get a beer. Right. Like, if you can't crip walk, sorry, like, not my problem. <laughs> like, right. it's just very like, it's just too much. Yeah. It's too much. I mean, and also something that I want to touch base on while we're on the NFL and yeah. have time and such. Wait, so they don't get paid. Right. No. That's freaking insane. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that bothers me mm. more than anything. Mm. Like that to me is like showing. Okay. So let me talk about something real quick. Well, let's okay, break this so, down. Go ahead. You know, I lived in London. I worked out there and, you know, theater is government is funded by the government. Sure. It's funded by, it's funded by it's, it's, I, I met a plumber mm-hmm. who could reshe- who could recite Shakespeare to me. <laughs> he could recite Macbeth <laughs> and the, and they, they, and everyone from every like corner and aspect of, of um, wherever you come from yeah. financially, people go to the theater, mm-hmm. people go see, people go support. Sure. It says, it says so much about the number one American sport, mm-hmm. not supporting the artists financially. Not that like they need it. Listen, I get it. I know it's like Mary. I know they don't, they don't like need it, but right, like, right, right. It's out of respect. It's yeah. out of, I, and that's that's the one thing that literally blows my mind. Mm-hmm. The number one sport in America that makes most money, right, mm-hmm. off of people off of people of color, yeah, mostly yeah. people of color, and then you're gonna hire hire mm-hmm. nonprofit right. these people, right, <laughs> for a halftime show, yeah, that's supposed to change like what changed your life and what, what no give me give me the check, right, give me the check, right, like it, that's crazy to me, like nah. that is. I think that that's that's a great point. And I also think that this notion that it's like, um, you know, because they're all like it's like this idea that it's a big deal. Like, oh, my God, the first ever all hip hop halftime show. Right. And it's this idea that it's like, you know, oh, my goodness, like we're all really nervous about what could happen, what could go wrong, what might they do on live TV? And it's like. Mm -hmm. The people that you were holding, like the Aerosmiths of the world that were like allowed to do these shows, like do you, what do you think they do but like in, in behind closed doors? Like they're talking about drugs and all these different things, but it, but it's because they're white, you know what I mean? And like the that that they're commercially acceptable as non-controversial, right? Like, but mm-hmm. there's plenty of stories of all these different types of artists, you know, like all these different things. Everybody has their own stuff, but for whatever reason, when it's like all now because it's all black artists, everybody's on the edge of their seats, so nervous that this is this is happening at this time. You know what I mean? It's just it's crazy to me that that's the mindset. Yeah, I mean, when you have the number one American sport that is um, problematic racially, I right? Think you're just going to automatically get that. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's just no way around it. It's just, and uh, I mean, I, I'm not saying there's no way around it. Like it's never ever going to change. Right. But we just got to keep calling these people out, man. Yeah. We just got to keep calling it out and calling it out as we see it and you know i know social media has its own power but i don't know we need some action (laughs) we need we need something and i don't know what that what that is i don't know if it's like i mean let's be real you know white people y'all love our music Mm -hmm. y'all love our Mm -hmm. flavor y'all y'all love the sasong you guys love the hit like we okay we all get it okay right 
we love to see it. Yeah. Thank you for the support. Thank yeah. you for the streams. Thank you for whatever. But right. when it comes to something like a halftime show, yeah, or something to the, the players, yeah, I mean, that's just more. That's that's more showing what they really think and what they really feel. Right. So, at, so at some point, like if we want to see some drastic change, there has to be some drastic pushback. Yeah. And I don't know if we're ever going to get there. Mm. I don't know if we're ever going to really like in our lifetime. Sure. Um, but there just needs to be like a lot of changes, you know, we gotta, we gotta just gotta support each other and like love each other. I'm like, kumbaya, but right. like, <laughs> but, but really. also like we got, we got to show them like what our worth is. Yeah. I mean, I was just talking to somebody, you know, that bad bunny is like the number, the number one artist streamed yeah. period. Yeah. Like period, not yeah. Latino, not like right. to me. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That means everyone is supporting. Everyone right. is touching base on this. Every single person. Sure. Yeah. And when you have that kind of power, I'm not talking about Bad Bunny, I love you, by the way. <laughs> but when you have that kind of power, like when you have that power as a person of color, as an artist, yeah. like we have to use that power. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like what's the point of having it? Right. Just right. So you could sit in your in your millions of dollars and just mm-hmm. like, what's the point? What's right. the point? No, one hundred and ten percent. Like we have to be taking action, and you know, it, it's it's like somebody always told me: you throw the ladder back down for the next person, right? Like when you right. when you make it to that that you know that achievement that you've been going for, you make sure you throw the ladder back down so somebody else can get up there as well, you know. And that's what yeah. we have to collectively do as a community. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. Latinos have been notoriously terrible at organizing and making sure that our problems have been heard, and we also <laughs> have. Uh, you know, an incredible amount of division, even within our own community. You know, I, I, we mm-hmm. touched on it a bit, you know, talking about the dark history of colorism in our community, mm-hmm. um, you know, but but those are all things that we need to grow past and, and, and push past and understand that, like, they they no longer serve us. You know what I mean? Like, right. The, these prehistorical ideas of what it means to be Latino and what, you know, the preferred like that, that's that's just dumb and really is only holding us back from from you know actually having our voices really heard and from having real representation from from real change you know right right but it also it goes back so it goes back so much deeper to mm. you know we were you I mean if there was five of us fighting for a job back in the day one of us would get it right so then we're right. pinned against each other sure and it's we're conditioned now in this way where it's like oh I don't have to be pinned against my sister my sis or whatever like yeah there's a yeah. G- there was a gig I couldn't do and like. I was like, y'all want me to look up? I have, t- I know, 10 Afro-Latinas that could be sick in this role. Right. Oh, really, Darylin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's not rocket science. Right, right. It's not rocket science. I mean, yeah. you and I, you know, me being on your show, and yeah. now I'm about to hit you up to be on my show. Like, Absolutely. you know what I mean? This is how, this is how we, we got to show up for each other. And we got to, yeah. like, even the music thing, like, all mm-hmm. of that. Like, yo, sis, where's your next show? What's, like, how can I support you? How can we mm-hmm. support each other? Yeah. How can we support each other? Right. No, that's a fact, because I think we we can't expect white people to collectively have this come to Jesus moment where all of a sudden they just like <laughs> forget everything that they've been taught, uh, you know, and, and it's like um, I interviewed the comedian Godfrey and he put this in a way that I'll never forget. He said, you have white people will love to cheer on LeBron James when he's playing for their team, but would never want him dating their daughter. And that's that's kind of like. Period. Yeah, period. How to sum up the relationship that many white people have and how they would view black people, you know, and in their minds, they're Mm -hmm. not racist for having that viewpoint. So therefore, if they they don't believe there's an issue, there's never going to be an actual correction or path to correction, you know, so you're you're absolutely right. It's about us supporting one another. And when one of us gets in a position of power, make sure that we're doing it right. 
and that, you know, we're, we're empowering each other, you know, that to kick down the door ourselves, essentially, right? That we're not waiting for somebody to open it up for us anymore. Yep. Yep. And we don't got to be, you don't have to be the only one in the room. Right. Don't get in, don't be into, and then that's a, that's a problem on us that we have to check, right? Mm-hmm. And recorrect. It's yeah. like, because we were, we were taught to survive, right? We're taught yes. to this fight mode. Yeah. So it's like another Afro-Latino walks in the room, like, it's okay to be nice to that person. Right. <laughs> and right. it's okay to be like, it's okay to be like, oh, oh, we're, we're in this together. We're not, right. we're not supposed to be fighting against each other. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, your your victory essentially could potentially start kicking down doors for other people. You know, that's exactly. the way I always looked at. It. Like, if I'm out here winning and I'm being and I'm successful, you don't think that's going to open the eyes to to like these people that are in charge? Because then it's about money. Who are like, hey, this is making us money now. Why not do another Latin show with a Latin star type of thing? You know what I mean? Like, you don't think Encanto, the success yep. that that's having, is now going to open the doors for more diverse content from places like Disney down the line? You know what I mean? So like. That we can't have this scarcity mindset that somebody Absolutely. else's success takes away from ours. You know, like it's all, all of us are in this together and we all have our own space that we have a, a place to win at. Absolutely. And I always tell the kid, I, I, I mentor some young children and, mm. and some young um, ad- adult um, mm. actors or, or singers or whatnot. Yeah. And I always say, I remember like there's times where people would do really good in the class or something. Yeah. And then like the other kids would start to like insecurity started to yeah. kick in. Yeah. And I'm like, root for your friends. I'm like, mm-hmm. if, you, if, if your friends don't win, you don't win. Right, right. You, if your friends don't win, you don't win. Yeah. So yeah. what is this like? Oh, or she was a little flat. Like, help. Help the girl. Sure. Like, why? Wh- for what? Right. what? How does that help you? How does that help that person? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we just we just got to we got to be there for each other a little bit more. No, absolutely. I think that's a, a great point. All right. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we're talking about that the halftime show and and it's been mentioned a bunch about how problematic the NFL is. So let's kind of dive into that part of, of the conversation and a story that's been making headlines uh, last couple of weeks. But I want to celebrate the person that is behind this story and we'll do it in our Mijente segment. But first, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. All right, so for our Mijeta segment this week, I want to celebrate somebody, man, who's really been putting in that work for the greater good. I know we were talking about the halftime show, but the NFL does have a problem. They've been, you know, being sued right now by Brian Flores, who is a football coach, um, and and he's actually of, of uh, Honduran descent, but obviously, you know, is a, a, a black man as well. And he's filing this lawsuit based upon unfair hiring practices, um, mm. you know, of the NFL and and basically saying that, you know, they have this rule in place, uh, the Rooney rule, which basically says you have to interview X amount of you know people of color for each open position. But what he's saying is that these teams were already committing and, and to hiring white coaches and they would just bring him in essentially after the fact just to basically, you know, uh, get around that that rule. And and it's, uh, you know, it's ironic you have. A league that the majority is made up of, of black men, but only one of the, the coaches in that league is actually black. You know, so it's, it's very obvious that, you know, from an ownership standpoint, there is uh, an incredible amount of bias and, and blatant racism when it comes to, uh, you know, empowering black men. They don't see them as leaders, essentially. Right. With this kind of kind of lawsuit. And and I think what's right. also impressive when you look at Brian Flores, is like he's essentially putting his entire career on the line for the greater good of like the future of, of black men, you know, wanting to be coaches, you know, in this, in this league, you know, I mean, let, let's kind of unpack that a bit, kind of what your, your emotional reaction is when you hear stories like this one. Listen, I, I love sports, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously I'm Dominican, <laughs> baseball is everything and you right. wearing the Yankee hat, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and, you know, I love that. I love, grew up on basketball and love, and love football yeah. and all of that. Um, it this is not something new. I mean, this right. is something that we've seen in every in every aspect, sure. in every kind of business, mm-hmm. in every kind of field. Mm-hmm. So, and unfortunately, there always has to be a sacrifice a sacrifice. What how, how do I say it? Sacrificial. Sacrificial. Yeah. Mom, my mom's an English major. She's gonna kill me that she just heard that. <laughs> <laughs> a sacrificial, not even an English major. She's a doctor in English. Oh, She's wow. gonna be like Darylin. <laughs> <laughs> we won't send this to her, I promise. Please don't. Um, <laughs> there always has to be a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. I hate that. I hate right. that. And I hate to say that, but yeah. somebody has to lead and somebody has to start. Mm-hmm. And usually that person who does, you know, it's a harder time for everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, for them than for everybody else coming after. Sure. Um, I mean, it's brave and it's uh, commendable. And I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, you know, I guess he's just, he's feeling propelled and inspired to do so. And I think that that's um, incredibly brave and something that needs to be acknowledged. And, 
we need to see more of. So hopefully this will propel, you know, some more change um, in the movement. You know, the NFL has their issues. That's right. all I'll say. <laughs> I mean, well, that's a fact. But yeah, I think you're right. It's a shame that somebody always has to be that sacrificial lamb, like you said. But it is necessary, right? Somebody has to be the first one to stand up and say, no, this isn't right. I'm not going to take this, you know. And I think the only thing you would hope is that somebody from the community will do something for this man, right? Or collectively, the community will do something for this man to make sure that his sacrifice wasn't in vain, you know, that they will have right. some sort of job waiting for him. Somebody will be able to grant him some sort of opportunity to at least participate in the thing that he he loves the most, especially considering that he's, you know, doing this on behalf of, of black people and future generations to come. You know, this will set yeah. a precedent, not only in just the NFL, but but everywhere potentially. Yeah, and I do hope that even let's say you know let's see how everything plays out and right. such but but our people need to come together and yeah. support each other yeah. so when we see one of our brothers and sisters um you know in a situation such as this mm -hmm. i mean we should be there to pick that pick that person up and right. you know and figure some stuff out in yeah. our department no 110 percent. so let, let's kind of now touch on all that you do i mean we've kind of been um, you know, touching <laughs> on, I feel like a lot of what your podcast is kind of based upon, but, but let's talk about it. You've got the Morenita podcast on iHeart's Michael Tura podcast network. Anybody that's not familiar with it yet, let, let us know kind of what the, the concept is behind it. Yeah. So, um, you know, what we're really doing on Morenita is we are, the ultimate goal is to make sure that we have as many different Latinx people, mm. um, on the show that, um, want to share their story. Sure. Now we do highlight, you know, I'm an Afro Latina, hence Morenita. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know, we, we love to talk about like just everything that we can across the border. Um, but the goal, the ultimate goal is to share stories from our, our culture and from mm. our people um, to show that we are not a monolith. We are so many different, we come in different shades of, mm. of Brown. We come yep. with different stories. Some of us come with a different kind of background. Um, and some of us are, well, everybody on the show is kicking ass yeah. um, and taking names and doing yeah. their thing. Um, and we're just really highlighting that. And it, and what I love about what I love about my show <laughs> is, ahead, that, you're um, love your show. is that we have a range of like, you, you, yeah, we had a Marala Negra for the first episode, boom, it. hit yep. it hard. Yeah. But then we have like, you know, we have a director on Broadway or mm. a playwright who is who just won an award and who's upcoming. So yeah. The one thing I love about my show is that we don't highlight. We're not only like out here trying to like get the A-listers or whatever. Right. Like we're out here trying to talk to our people who are doing right. things right now in the community, in the streets. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and, and I love hearing from people on social media. I get people writing me now all the time. Like, mm -hmm. hey, I love to share my story. And, and like mm -hmm. the person might have 700 followers, but I don't care. I'm like, let's yeah. have a Zoom meeting. I want to hear what you want to share on the, on, the, on the show. Sure. And next week we set up an, an interview. Yeah. Like. And that's what I'm, that's what Morenita's about. It's about really taking our true community, not just like this other extra level that, you know, that we're on, but yeah. I want to make sure everybody's included. Everybody's story is heard. And, um, you will, you will laugh, you will cry, <laughs> you will be in the car, you know, uh, you know, it's a good, it's a good time. It's a, it's a great show. Um, I'm learning so much from it as well. Yeah. Um, as this is the new lane for me. Right. So, I was going to ask what I was going to ask you. How, how yeah. has podcasting been been treating you? I mean, what what's kind of been the learning curve a bit? I mean, just like everybody, like I'm I'm still like dealing with this like nervousness, this like yeah. fear sometimes because you never right. know what's going to 
what's going to happen? And right, like, right, right. And I don't want to piss people off. I don't want to yeah. like, but I also want to be honest. And I'm, so I'm trying to right. read the room. I'm trying to like right. learn, um, learn in that. And also like getting feedback from people has been really awesome. I get mm-hmm. people writing me, you know, as I said, on social media, um, and things like that, um, about the things that they love. Yeah. And I love, I love a little criticism, you know, sure. a little bit of, you know, um, not ignorance though. Cause one right. time we had, we had this comment one time that was like, <laughs> The first episode, somebody was like, she's black. She's not Latina. And I said, this is the reason why we're doing this show. Right. <laughs> to educate you. To yeah. educate you, Mr. Jose923. I'm just kidding. Right. That wasn't his name. But sure. I'm just saying like that literally, but that ignited yeah. a fire in me. Because I'm like, you're the yeah. reason why I'm doing this. Right. You cannot fathom that you can be black and Latino. Like, that's right. crazy. Right. Please, I hope you listen more. Like, that's, yeah. that's I mean- why we're doing it. Yeah, and that, I love that it, it's lighting that fire for you. And you, you, you know, you're gonna have plenty more of those haters as the show grows. You know, like I've gotten, <laughs> I've gotten people who called me racist because I wanted to talk for my, be, on, be an advocate for my community. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. you're, it, it's you're just gonna get a lot of ignorant comments, and then like the anonymity that the Apple Podcast app gives you when people leave reviews and shit like that. <laughs> like, it's just gonna invite all of that, all of that nonsense. You know. But yeah, I, I'm glad that, you know, you, you're developing a good mindset about it because it, it does become a bit frustrating when you have people trying to tell you your story, essentially, right? Based off of like 30 minutes of them listening to uh, one episode of your show or something like that, you know, probably probably not yeah. even 30 minutes of it. They probably didn't even. Get Honestly. It that much. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, and that, I guess that's just social media as a whole. But yeah, I love that you're kind of really just stepping into it, you know, so so fortunately, and I love the the concept of giving more people a platform, you know, because I think that. That was kind of the beauty of podcasting, you know, initially was like that it really was for the people it was for anybody, you know, and and I think that as it grows and becomes more of like a household thing that like, you know, my mom listens to, you know, like now it, it loses a bit of that. And like it's like the celebrities are the thing that people are trying to, you know, um, put a focus on when it comes to podcasting and it loses a bit of that honesty, like conversation with your friend type of thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good ride so far. I'm enjoying it. I love it. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. It's great to actually get to, to get to meet you now. Anything that you want to plug for people to, to check out? Anything else that you're, you're working on? You guys can find me um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. My handle is at Darylin Melody. Um, and my handle for Morenita Podcast is at Morenita Podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a website, www.darylincastillo.com. Okay. Uh, um, so you can find find out my other projects, what what, I'm, what shows I'm doing, what I'm filming, mm. what music is coming out, uh, things like that. So, you know, we got a lot of we got a lot of pots on the oven. That's okay. what you got to do. You got to cook. <laughs> exactly. You know, you got to cook a couple meals. You know. Yes, you gotta you gotta just keep cooking until something turns out, uh, you know, edible. I guess at the end of the day. Listen, I'm all about. Listen, I love I love paychecks coming from every direction. Yes. So I'm like, we gotta yeah. keep we gotta keep that artist that hustle. I'm a New Yorker. Uh-huh. I'm like. That hustle mentality, I, I don't stop. I don't yep. stop. So um, yeah. there, there's the always something way. to check out. You got to collect that paycheck while you still can because it uh, it could dry up very quickly. You never know. This pandemic, whoo, almost yes. got us. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's been uh, such a pleasure again to, to get to meet you, Daryl, and I'm sure we'll, we'll interact Likewise. with you more uh, after this. For sure, for sure. Thanks thanks for having me. Man, really great to have Daryl on the show. And with that said, man, I want to hear from y'all in our Ask a Gringo segment. Ask a Gringo. Uh, I have a question. 
All right, so I kind of wanted to lighten it up a little bit when it comes to our Ask a Gringo segment. I feel like the, the questions tend to be a little bit heavier. So let's just have y'all give me some reactions here. Obviously, everybody has been talking about the halftime show, given their opinion. There's been endless memes all about it. So I want to know what y'all thought at DJ Dramos on Instagram. I always post these kind of questions for each and every episode to get y'all involved. And this week's question was simply, what were your thoughts on the halftime show? So let's get into a, a few of the, the comments that I got here. At TSJ07 says, nostalgic and a mini roast. That, that might be the best way to sum it up completely. Definitely nostalgia and, and feel good, like bringing back those, man, that, 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 uh, just a time period that really was such an amazing time for music. And, and obviously, I'm of a particular generation, particularly, you know, remembering 50 Cent and, and Eminem, you know, as a middle school and high school kid. And then Dr. Dre and Snoop when I was, I was younger, you know, watching, you know, them on like TRL when, when Chronic 2001 came out. So, I mean, obviously, it, it brought back a lot of great vibes. And I love how you threw in a mini roast here because, you know, people don't look the same way that they used to as we remember. And there, you know, as with anything, as with all these Super Bowl performances, we're always looking for the meme in it. And it's at least somebody like 50, you know, who, who put on a couple pounds, you know, wasn't looking exactly how he did back in the day when In the Club came out, which to be fair, let me see. I don't know how old 50 Cent is. I'm, I'm looking this up right now as we speak. 50 Cent is 46 years old. So, I mean, we got to cut him some some slack, okay? At least he gave it his best shot hanging upside down. Um, but, yeah, I definitely love that nostalgia and a mini rose. I couldn't agree more. Let's see. At A. Bjork says, all for the Tupac shout-out, but I needed Nate Dogg representation. And that's actually a great point. I think they they missed out on the on the Nate Dogg representation, giving a, a, a salute to him, uh, a huge part of, of that era and that sound. So I definitely have to agree with you on that one. Let's see. At Sunshine underscore Flex said, I'm 45. This is my generation. Why is Kendrick in the mix? Can't get into his music. And I think uh, Kendrick is in the mix because you, you're kind of highlighting the people that fall underneath the Dr. Dre umbrella. And Kendrick kind of, I think, ushered in that next generation. Like he brought Compton back on the map, you know, so that's kind of where that Dr. Dre connection comes from. It's also said that uh, Kendrick worked with Dre and Snoop on on Dr. Dre's uh, Detox album, which obviously never never came out. But they have a working relationship, and I think that it is a lot of that idea that like Kendrick kind of took the baton that people like Dre and Snoop had when it comes to representing their area. Even though uh, Snoop's not from Compton, but you know, but Dre and N.W.A. that kind of thing, and, and Kendrick kind of took the baton and ran with it for for the next generation. Let's see, at Bren J Life Coaching, she put a bunch in here. She said it was super dope and extra special because it included the artists I grew up listening to. Plus, the performance took place in the hood, nine miles from my childhood home. Wish they would have done a tribute to Nipsey being that they were in his home. But overall, fire and 100 emoji. I, I get the Nipsey. I think, actually, the the Rams ran out to Nipsey Hustle, which I thought was super dope. So, um, you know, obviously it wasn't at, at, at the forefront, but... It, they they did definitely give a, a shout out as far as the Rams did to to Nipsey Hussle, which I thought was really dope. But yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, it's the 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 music from your childhood, all just great vibes, bringing back really good memories. And being in L.A., you know, it, it was only right to have that crew of characters on there, as far as kind of Dr. Dre and Snoop being the the heads of it, and then you know everybody else that that fell underneath their umbrella. 
To me, the only one that was random was Mary. And I know, you know, this is no disrespect to to Mary J. Blige, but I, I, I just don't see where she's connected to all of this. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I was sort of a little bit lost. It felt like she was kind of randomly thrown in there. Everybody else kind of had a connection and a lineage to to Dr. Dre. And Mary was the only one where, as far as I know, doesn't have a direct kind of connection to, to Dre. But yeah, man, I, I, I agree with, with what y'all are saying. I thought it was amazing. I, I enjoyed it. I found myself genuinely like in it. You know what I mean? Like really like turning the volume up on the TV. I got hype when I saw 50 appear on the camera because uh, I actually predicted that. I don't mean to brag. If you listen to uh, a podcast I did the week before called The Ill-Advised Wise Guys, and I highly recommend that podcast out. Uh, super, super dope dudes. And I got to talk a lot more like hip hop on that one, which was fun. So check that out if you're interested in kind of a, a more of a throwback to, I guess, my Breakfast Club days. But I said how I said they should have 50 on that lineup. And, and he ended up coming out as a surprise guest, which I thought was incredible. And overall, man, I just think it's a huge win when you have, you know, these these kind of racist assholes with these, you know, preconceived notions about what happens when people of color kind of head the show. And I, I mean, people of color who don't necessarily make like poppy records, you know, what bad thing can happen if they're the ones leading the show? And look, rave reviews are happening. And anybody that's saying anything other than that is just a hater uh, or a, a racist that, that just couldn't handle it being a performance of entirely black people making quote unquote urban music. And that's just my hot take on that one. With that said, man, let's wrap everything up in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Time for Conclusion Stew. Mm. All right, so uh, shout out to all of y'all. I didn't, I didn't thank you in that last segment uh, for, for participating in the Ask a Gringo segment at DJ Dramos. I do it for each and every show. You want to be a part of the conversation. And big shout out to our guest this week, Darylin Castillo, host of the Morenita podcast. Available now everywhere you find podcasts. She is a part of the My Cultura I Heart family. So congrats once again to her on the new podcast and wishing her nothing but the best of luck. And I think, you know, kind of summarizing everything that we're, we're talking about here, I kind of gave you my take on the Super Bowl towards the end of, of Ask a Gringo. But I think overall, you know, the, the kind of, I think, overarching message that we, we talked about in today's episode is the idea of being unafraid to go against the norm for the sake of your own happiness and for the sake of what's right. I mean, somebody like Faruko, you know, who's on top and, and talking about he wants to make a bigger connection to God and 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 not wanting to put out the type of music he had been putting out. Like, obviously, you know, we don't know where the future lies. Kanye has been on that kick before, too, but doesn't seem to be sticking to it. But either way, I think you just got to appreciate the the bravery that, that comes along with somebody kind of saying, like, I don't give a shit if I'm losing money on this. I'm leaving money on the table. I have to do what feels right to me right now. You know, that's something I personally can relate to. You know, many of you might know me from The Breakfast Club, and that's something I had to come to terms with was leaving, you know, a huge, gigantic show, a giant platform that really helped open the doors for so many different things I wanted to do and, and would have continued to do so. Leaving that, making the choice for to to leave that, you know, for for my own happiness and to focus on me, you know, and that wasn't an easy decision. But I knew my own happiness and what was in my heart was more important than the you know notoriety I got from being on a a really popular you know show. I think at the end of the day, you know, it's not about the money, it's not about the fame and clout and all of the above. It's really about what makes you happy on a regular basis and and just following that. And then obviously we talk about, about Brian Flores and his his lawsuit with the NFL, you know, and it kind of being probably, you know, 
at least as of right now, uh, possibly a career ender for him, uh, at least as far as maybe being a head coach in this league. You know, he finds himself kind of being a, a martyr to be the one to speak out on something that so many people have been aware of. You know, again, I think it's it's a conversation we constantly have on this podcast of living for something bigger than yourself, you know, and that's kind of what he's doing there. You know, it, it, it's it's hopefully creating a precedent that will make it easier for future generations, you know, future men of color to get the opportunities that they deserve, you know, and, and for these companies and these owners and these brands not think that they can just find loopholes to get around these rules that are that are in place, you know, and, and make them have to come, you know, face to face with their own racism. I think at the end of the day, greatness lies on the other side of your ego, you know, and when you make decisions from your your heart rather than your ego, that's when you begin to really make an impact in the world and and, and potentially have the ability to, to change people's lives. And I think that's what what someone like Brian Flores is is doing. And and hopefully, you know, again, it begins to set a precedent for for the future generations. And like I was saying with my conversation with Daryl and we all need to come around him and build him up and, and pick him up as best as we can and be that support system. Because standing up for what you believe in, especially when you talk about fighting against the giants of this world, right, and, and fighting against really lucrative opportunities, because that stuff is incredibly hard to come by, but incredibly easy to lose. And somebody who's willing to lose all of that just for the sake of what's right, we have to stand by those those individuals because they are incredibly special at the end of the day. And with that said, thank y'all so much for tuning into the podcast. I appreciate y'all. Keep them DMs coming. I've been seeing y'all giving me feedback on Instagram. I genuinely, genuinely appreciate it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for the, the support and the kind words. It really does, you know, just keep me going. Again, we're running a contest. Give us five stars and leave a, a dope review. DM me the screenshot of it and I'll enter you in for a chance to win a gringo hat. Y'all have been amazing. Let's keep this positivity going. And of course, as I mentioned before, I am doing speaking engagements. So if y'all want me to come speak to your company, your school, wherever it might be, I would love to come and touch the people and, and hopefully spread some words of of inspiration and, and positivity. Just uh, shoot me an email. Go to my website, dramos.com, and you can find all that information. And that's it. Thank y'all again. Have an amazing weekend. And I'll catch y'all on Tuesday with a brand new episode. Until then, stay safe. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, Honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.